This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Everybody had a good uh, Easter holiday, I take it? I did. I did also. Yeah. Me too as well. And just for the record, if, if... you send out an invitation with an RSVP. If someone says, that's very kind of you, that means yes. That's very kind oh. of you is is a positive it, is RSVP. A, yes. That's a, a count me in. Just just in case you uh, wanted did you, to Did know. you have a social faux pas? Yeah. No, it was, it was okay. not I. All right. And it wasn't a big deal because there was plenty. It was just... It was... Communication. <laughs> and since we're in the communication industry here, I just thought I would share that little tidbit for everybody. Today's helpful know. hint. <laughs> but it was a beautiful day, beautiful week. Although, wasn't it the week before Easter that we had very late frost? And I had frost at my house, and Ramona uh, Adams was complaining he lost a lot of his fruit crop because of a late, late cold. When was this? Uh, so the week must prior? Have been whole, it must have been the week before Easter. I didn't think it got that cold. Well, at least it didn't in my house. I had I had frost at my house, or was it the week before? Am I off by a week? Well, I was in Virginia and Washington, D.C., and it was spectacular, so I don't know about your cold back here, but it yeah. was nice and warm and beautiful, and everything was in bloom. It was cooler than average during the first couple of weeks of, uh, of April. Got I'll, it. I'll, I'll expand my, my, my neck <laughs> Your date here. range? Yes. Yes. I see. But um, it's, it's been beautiful. Yeah, it hasn't been, hasn't been bad. It's been, right. been pretty nice. And I finally... A heck of a marine layer. Yes, and that's but, supposed to continue. Oh, is it? Yes. It's supposed to warm up in, inland to below seasonal averages, but there's still going to be marine influence this week. And maybe a little bit of rain... Not this coming week, but the following week. I guess Northern California is still getting rain. rain. <laughs> Man, that's. Yeah. Did you see what happened back oh, in Lord. Florida? Yeah, I was just going to mention. That. Oh my God! They, said they get twenty-seven inches in twenty-four hours. Yeah, or something like that. In Fort Lauderdale, yeah, they Fort they, Lauderdale. Sh- they they shut down Fort Lauderdale Airport. Oh, yeah, it was, they, and they was watching it on the news. I mean, it, it, it the whole thing was flooded. Yeah, it, I, I don't it was know, crazy. I don't know if I can wrap my head around that. Twenty. That's a lot more, of that's yeah. a lot of water. Yeah, it, that, and that's that's an average of a little over an inch an hour, but yeah. it could very well have. That's crazy. Rained more than that in an hour. I mean, right. it's. Yeah, I think they're supposed, they're supposed to be getting more rain. I think this today. I think this I, week. I'm looking at the bright side and thinking how clean their streets must be. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Could it happened be. in San Francisco. Think how nice it would be. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> or well, never mind. Okay. And, and you're and going it, up to visit there, huh? It's 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 steep there, so it'll wash it away. It'll clean up. It won't Hopefully. just the water won't. Oh well, yeah, it'll go into into the bay. Or 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 wind up uh. somebody's tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a couple of oh. actually, it's next month. Okay. Well, I can give you the I can give you the names of some good restaurants to restaurants and bars to check out while you're up I'm there. I'm trying to get into the House of Prime Rib, but the day that my kids are going to be there and I'm going to be there is Mother's Day, and yeah, I didn't uh, make those reservations six years ago. So, well, we'll you need to get into it. some gardens while you're up there. Yes, so you can come back and tell us about the gardens. Oh, okay. That's Garden Talk Radio, so I just thought it would, all right, it would, all right. would fit well, that well, in. Well, actually, after the House of Prime Rib, we're going to go up the coast okay. and visit the Redwoods. Can okay. I talk about Redwoods You, you can gardens? do that as well, okay. yes, okay. sir. Then I will do that. Well, you should at least check out the Conservancy in, the, in Golden Gate Park while you're there. I the, did that once many, many years ago. I should, you, cool. you are absolutely correct. Yeah, big, it Victor- is neat. big Victorian yeah. greenhouse. Uh, really, really neat. And I should take a rental car and park it there with no valuables inside of it. Is that correct? <laughs> Definitely not good. just no value, but nothing. And, nothing. And, and get the uh, the damage waiver on the rental. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Uh, the um, the cable car museum is worth checking out too. It's at the corner of Grant and Washington in Chinatown, and it's where they have all the machinery that runs the cable cars, and it's free. So you just walk in and check it out. It's, That's David's it's favorite da- word. Dave's well, favorite thing. It is. It's free for whatever you leave in your car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it, it it is pretty it's pretty amazing when you stand there and look at all the machinery working and it's all the original stuff that was installed in the 1800s uh, it's the the cable car system is pretty it's pretty amazing what what it does and how they how they keep everything working and you know, the those cables the cables are a continuous loop and as the cables where the cable stretches so they have to constantly keep tensioning tensioning it and they have and you can see how they you can see how they do it it's it's it, it's definitely worth going to check out so. well it's something i until this conversation i had never thought about it would be neat to see that it's it's neat it, it's a it's a it's a really neat thing and george i'll tie it in because i'll look for like algaes and amoebas that are under the cables and, and that'll something relate that's it to the garden. or something okay. is that okay that'll work all right uh all right um we didn't have any classes last week because of the easter holiday but we do have classes this week um today at nine o'clock in san diego it's going to be spring gardening with constance and at nine thirty in poway it's going to be botany for gardeners with um, chuck mcclung so I, I i would imagine he's going to be is he going to be bring copies of his book oh. uh, he'll, he'll probably oh, have yes. copies of his yeah. book absolutely yeah. yeah so both of those are... but his book is not about botany his book is um, on orchids and getting orchids to re-bloom. that's true yeah that is true um and next saturday the 22nd um oh no class in san diego one hmm. right they're doing something on on the sunday the day oh, following sunday class correct okay but oh oh Okay, I'm yep. trying to read the calendar here. Uh, 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be Felco, Felco Tools Cleaning and Repairing Workshop with Jennifer Thompson from Felco. Um, that is limited to 25 people, so um, 
make sure you call in and make a reservation for that. And some, we have a sign-up list on the wall right uh, at the service counter at the oh. reception desk. It, 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 it is free. It is free. It's just that we need the space for people to sit because they're going to be doing you know hands-on workshop tearing your Velcros apart. Now, so and that's what they're doing on Sunday in San Diego. the twenty-third yeah. in San Diego. So someone's going to do that for me in Poway, right? I can just provide my my <laughs> you pruner. Can, you're, you're the manager. You can have there. anyone sit there with those shears and work on them for you. Well, I meant the, the like host. Jennifer. The yes. Ah, well, maybe we can have her call next week and we'll discuss and it. We'll discuss okay. it on air. Fair enough. Go ahead. Okay. We'll get a commitment out of her on air. And then the hold San, it against her. San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation has on their website. Um, Next weekend, the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd is the Spring Orchid Show from the San Diego County Orchid Society. And that's going to be held in Balboa Park this year, um, not at the Scottish Rite right. Center. Which is, is that even still open anymore? I, I don't know. I, I they think re- so. redeveloping I that? thought they were going to redevelop it yeah. or, or tear it down. They're or taking over the Prado. The yeah, Casa they're taking Prado. over the whole, the whole thing, it sounds yeah. like. And the courtyard, yes. Yeah, that's the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And the following weekend, the 28th, 29th, and 30th, is the uh, San Diego Bonsai Club show, which should be wow. pretty, a pretty Amazing, good show. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is a, it's a fascinating art form. And when it's done really well, well it's, right. it, is, it is amazing. And it always makes me try... And I'm not really good at keeping things alive in small pots. Exactly for that so, long. So but that they long, look yeah. spectacular, and I've always wanted to do that. But it requires a different level of commitment. Commitment. Yeah. That's yeah. a good and, word. And not just the pruning part, but to your point, the watering, because that that is a tiny container, and it needs a lot more frequent watering and care. And and if you're not dedicated to it, it's a it's a waste of of space and time. We were we were up at Huntington Gardens. It's been several years ago now. We were going through the through the Japanese garden, and they have a they have a big bonsai collection there. And they they actually had a they had a, had a guard in the uh, bonsai collection well, to I can imagine, keep you yeah. from touching anything. And they had this one big. It was a pretty good size bonsai, and it was a stand. It was a stand of trees, and and the guard. We, one of our friends that was with us. Um, she was taking pictures in the garden. Said, "Here," he said, "Let me have your camera," and so, or let me have your phone. And he took her phone, and he held it under the trees, and took a picture facing up. And when you looked at it, you would have sworn it, you, the you photo had been taken in a forest. It was, it was incredible. It was, it was absolutely amazing, cool. amazing photo. Um, but it's a, it's a neat. It's a neat collection, yeah. and they have they have a pretty good collection. They have a pretty good collection of them up at um, the Safari Park. The Safari Park, Safari Park yeah. does. Huntington has a spectacular. Yeah. Huntington does too. Yeah. I remember that yeah. years ago. And you were talking about the orchids before, and those are a little more forgiving. Some of them, you some know, of them, and yeah. they will tolerate a little less care. And was it last week you sent a picture from the? Botanical Garden in D.C. The Nash, under, yeah, the Botanic Garden at the, on the, the mall. Or, at the orchids. Right. The next day, Chris Ewell. You know who Chris yes. is? Yes, oh, yeah. He was, I, I, he posted a picture from the same place. Oh, interesting. He was, you didn't run into him? I did not run into him. Okay. Yeah. But he was, he was there. Those orchids, and I'm sure, is the orchid show still going on up at the? 
I don't think so. Is I was looking. Done? I was looking on the website yesterday, and there was no mention of it. So, when those groves of orchids go together, they've been in those pots a long time, and you get 20, 30, 40 stems coming yes, out of a spikes, single pot. Yeah. Those are spectacular. Yeah, and they must bloom for months. Well, the pictures that the pictures that George sent back from DC, that's what it looked like at the botanical garden. It was almost landscaped with with orchids. So you didn't have to travel all the way back there you could, could have just gone, gone to here. north county i could have i made a mistake i guess okay yeah. okay just want to be clear but i have more about that trip and gardening when when we come back in a bit oh are we already yeah. well, when that? we're getting ready but when okay. we you know i don't want yeah, to break into it we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we'll be back with more right after this Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. And George, you had you were going to tell us something. Well, we, <clears throat> when David mentioned, the, the or you did, the, the photos that I had shared from the orchids at the Botanical Garden on mm -hmm. the Mall in D.C., in addition to that, there were several citrus and an avocado, at least one avocado. It was a worts. But what struck me was the... The sheer beauty. It, it had warts? No, no. The avocado variety. How do you pronounce it? Warts? Warts? Warts. Warts. Yeah, warts. Or little cotto. Little it's cotto. a little cotto. Oh, yeah. okay. That's right. So, yeah. it, it, synonym there. Um, but what's interesting was the leaves were spectacular, far better looking than any avocado yeah. I've ever seen in San Diego. They yeah. looked like it was a, a almost a drawing. They were so perfect. And the same thing applied to the citrus that they had growing there. There was not a single deformed leaf from Citrus Leaf Miner. Um, it, they just looked great. And uh, we went to a foundation as well where they had a bunch of citrus in a, in a greenhouse. And other than some black city mold, the, that's the way you want your citrus to look, if you can make that happen. So I may have to have a greenhouse for my citrus and make my, my life a lot easier. I just do a... Um a greenhouse. It's greenhouse. Well, it, it's yeah. more. It's but you hear, here's the, it's more than just the keeping the pests out. It's the water. That's and, you know, true. John and Clement, a lot more. John Clements yeah. likes to talk about you know the, our, our horrible water and what it does to our plants, and 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 he's right. I mean, when you look mm -hmm. at that water, you know, that first off, there's a lot more water available, but it's it doesn't have the the, the hardness and the salts that we have, and and they just look great. There's no tip burns on anything. It's just spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. The greenhouse will do it partially, but then you're still in California. So it's a Yeah, that is true. Good but you know, that is one of the reasons why everything looks so good here right now 
is yeah. because we've had clean, clean water. rainwater right. for right. three mm-hmm. months, four months now. I, I can't remember the last time I turned my sprinklers on. So it'll, we need better water, and you can do it, David. So just buy your greenhouse somewhere and move forward. Okay. All Thank right. you. I'm yeah. with you. <laughs> we'll go explore together. We'll start a together. compound. We'll start a compound somewhere. We'll need a big piece of property. Not that big. Well, um, so that we can live in the same oh, place. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Opposite I, ends, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, had a customer in, I guess it was Thursday, and uh, he was asking about something that I hadn't even thought of in a long time. But he has a St. Augustine lawn, and he was wondering if there was a natural control for chinch bugs. And I think St. Augustine is the only thing that chinch bugs get into, um, and it had been a long it had been a long time since anybody yeah. even asked about it. Um, Did they do dichondra too? No, that was flea beetle. Ah, that's right. Okay, dichondra was flea beetle. Um, but he was asking about the beneficial nematodes, and I and I was looking at looking at the website for Tip Top Biocontrols, who we get the beneficial nematodes from, and I couldn't see anything, so I gave him a call. And it turns out that all three of the beneficial nematodes that they sell will control chinch bugs huh, and then they one of the one of the ones that they sell is um a combination of all three of the uh, nematodes that they sell and she and the very nice lady that i talked to she said that she said that's the one that we would recommend because it gives you a, a, a broader right. contr- a broader control but she said any of them will take care of it but you get the triple pack and it you get a much better control over this would be it, so. a perfect time of year for that the, the soil is warming up but it's still moist and the nematodes would get better control would be bit more useful right now mm-hmm. so with that and clean water we can have pretty fruit trees i would think uh sluggo plus would have been the first thing that would come to mind but it'd be much easier to take the nematodes and spray them out in liquid in a lawn area in a lawn to, area to spread yeah yeah the the granules that makes much more sense well yeah. done but it it had, it had literally been years since anybody even mentioned the chinch bug and like i said it, the only thing that i can think of that chinch bugs get into is it's saint augustine and saint augustine is just not that common no and usually yeah. go ahead no. Usually when people come in with St. Augustine, they're complaining that it's a, an invader in their lawn and they're trying to kill it. Yeah. They're not trying to... They're not trying to make it better. Correct. Clean it and, yeah. and, and yeah, support um, it. A long time ago, Southland used to grow a dwarf St. Augustine. That was a, that was a, really, that was a really neat lawn. <clears throat> One of my neighbors put it in, in their backyard. It was it was really cool. Yeah, it was it I was put really it in nice. my backyard in Claremont. Years, oh, did you? Years ago, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was real. It was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. In the winter time, though, it was interesting. It, it, as I recall, it didn't really go dormant, but it would turn purple. Yeah, the, the foliage would get purple yeah, when the, when the weather cooled off. White walls back there, and along the walls, it would stay green. Uh huh. And then in the middle of the lawn, it would color up. Yeah. It was, it was a they they quit growing that for some reason quite yeah. a while ago i don't and probably I, grew too slowly it may be it may be but it was what a, was it called do you solo? remember no, what was solo? It solo was it so low yeah solo yeah, yeah. Solo, yeah but it was spelled han solo yeah exactly okay yeah gotcha yeah that was a that was that was, that 
that was a neat lawn. Um, and I don't know anybody that's growing dichondra anymore. Southland quit a few years ago. Yeah. And that's, I, I think out of, for lawn type ground covers, I think dichondra is probably my favorite. So yeah, I've, I I've so always too, loved right? it. It is just, it is such a neat looking plant. Right. It's um, so easy to maintain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. 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 But, but man, it's, that's why David has the Bermuda grass on his lawn because it's very easy to maintain. And now it's weeds. It's just domesticated great. weeds. I've got to chop those down so that the Bermuda can grow through it. The, the weeds have had the best year ever that I remember. Yeah. Yes, it's been a while. I, yeah, I, little, I, I agree. We excuse me. We pulled a lot of uh, just before we left for our trip a lot of weeds out of the out of the vegetable garden. Buckets and buckets many, and buckets. I don't have very many weeds in my yard for some reason. I don't. Maybe I just haven't. You've got looked. people. You've maybe, got people for that. Maybe I just haven't looked that close. Um, I'll have to. That, we'll probably have to take a look at that today and see. Um, on Thursday, we were ta- I was talking to uh, Brian, our buyer in Poway, and asking him if we had anything, if he had gotten anything interesting in. And one of the things that he had gotten in, and he was pretty excited about it, was Gravilla robusta. I was there when he realized yeah. how excited he was about yeah. it. Robusta? Yeah, Gorilla yes. Robustas. Uh, the tree? Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. We, got, we got four 15 gallons, and I think it was. I think two of them are already gone. I it's, saw them leaving. It is yeah. a beautiful tree. In the right situation. In yes. the right situation. Absolutely. Yeah. They, Your dad does not like them. No. They, they, they drop a lot of foliage. They grow like, they grow like weeds. Um, it's a very, very fast-growing tree. But they do drop a lot of foliage, and when they're in flower, they drop a lot of yeah, sticky, sticky yeah. Um, flower parts. Plant, plant them far away so yeah. that they're a background, and the parrots love them too. So there's a two-edged sword right there. <laughs> it's good to have them out because they're so cute to watch. They're loud and they're messy. But it's so that for common name, that's the the uh, silk yeah. oak, right? Or yeah. also silk called oak. Yeah. yeah southern. Australian silk, silk oak as well. Yeah, and it's also the it's also the source of um, lacewood um, in hardwood uses. I have a I big lacewood source for you in in La Mesa if you want one. I don't. I I, I don't need one. But pick your you. own. Yeah. Um, God, that reminded me. There was something about San Francisco I was going to Well, while you're thinking, I just looked it up. It's also called a silver oak. I didn't know that. And an Australian silver oak. Silver. I don't know where they get that from. Can we just call it silk oak? Yes, we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is fine. Thank you. What else? Go ahead. You were in the botanic garden. The orchids were gorgeous. All the trees were gorgeous. Everything was under glass that was tender. Uh, What else did you come across? Well, we went to three or four gardens, so that was just the one on the National Mall. And we also went to the, uh, we went to Monticello, which is Thomas Jefferson's mm-hmm. home outside of Charlottesville. And for me, I teach a class once in a while up in Poway called Fruit and Vegetable Lore. And so we talk about, you know, all the different vegetables. And one of the things that struck, struck us as uh, Capri and I as we walked around was there's a thousand foot garden, terrace garden, it just strolls down along excuse me along the side of this little ridge and um it's all planted right now and it's all coming up and it's spectacular but when i teach the class one of the things i talk about about lettuce was thomas jefferson loved lettuce so much that he had a um uh 
a written order for his staff that he wanted one thimbleful of lettuce seeds, which that's, that's a, a lot, lot. A lot of seeds. That's a lot, that's a lot. Um, a lot of seeds. Is tiny. Plant, yeah, yeah, they are. So they wanted those planted every <clears throat> excuse me every Monday from the first February first day of February through September. Every Monday, another batch of lettuce was being planted. So we always had fresh lettuce to eat. So that that is kind of fascinating. But you're looking at people who don't eat greens. So well, that's not true that, at all. I know you eat greens. Stop it. Yeah. Um. Did you know? I was just looking up lore because I've always thought lore was not a truth. And they say knowledge is a synonym of lore, which would imply that it is truth. So I learned something today. I always think lore, of lore yeah. as just the stories. Right, That right. they don't have any basis in fact. Right. But some lore sounds, does have basis I guess it fact. could go either way then. Yeah. It could. So the, the other gardens... Uh, was it... Was it Lettuce that was planted there. You said it's oh, planted. Oh, they, they have planted peas, they, uh, tons of garlic, artichokes, massive strawberry plantings. Did you do any sneak harvesting? We did not. I, I did pull a wild onion out, but I, it wasn't at Monticello. It was uh, down like, outside of Charlottesville, I think, if my memory serves correctly. Because um, we used to have them growing up back east. But um, So Monticello Gardens, big orchards, uh, spectacular view up there. Um, we went to the Norfolk botanical garden which when, <clears throat> my last life when i was in the, in the military i used to travel back there a lot and would would go to that it's right next to the airport 100 and, <clears throat> excuse me 175 acres that's a big garden gorgeous yeah, gorgeous huge. with all kinds of different um gardens what was really neat about it was they have 60 themed gardens but you can get a download the app and you can watch where you're going and walk through the garden and find out where you want to go next it's 175 acres so if you have a desire to go to a particular place you can use your phone and just you can follow yourself and get to the right spot that's wild and lots of cherry trees in bloom down there and uh cornice uh dogwoods Dogwoods. beautiful dogwoods in bloom azaleas everywhere it's spectacular yeah it is azalea season right now we got we got a lot in about 10 days ago and i was out walking through the nursery last week and most of the stuff that we got in was was gone, um, but some of the stuff that we got, we, we got some Kurume oh, really? azaleas in. Yeah, and they were they're beautiful. I mean, it's Kurumes are they're <clears throat> small foliage and tiny flowers, but tons of flowers. Lots of them. Yeah, tons of flowers. Beautiful. Really, really pretty plant. Yeah, my dad's azaleas are blooming right now, and where he sits at the dining room table every day he looks out a big window at his azaleas and he makes sure everybody knows how beautiful his azaleas are and they look really good (laughs) and the one that always strikes me is george Tabor, and it is a southern indica so it grows bigger they do get half a day of sun out in la mesa Mm -hmm, and they tolerate it just fine but it is three shades it starts at at a almost white at the edge, pale orchid, and then deep orchid in the in the center. And mm. I, it's stunning. It's a pretty plant. I think probably my favorite, I mean, other than the, other than the Karumes, I think my favorite is probably um, Phoenicia. That okay. kind well, of, I think George Tabor is a sport off of Phoenicia. Is it? Because you'll get both colors. You'll get the solid, that purple, that bright mm-hmm. purple. There's one right next to his George Tabor. And the Phoenicia, you'll see George Tabor's that'll have an occasional branch that'll come out with Phoenicia. And I've never looked it up, but I always assumed 
that it was a sport. It may be. It may be. So I'm hoping George, because he likes to get into the you know knowledge portion of this show, could see if the George lore. Tabor is is a yeah. sport. I actually, I guess I could look at that up. Yeah, it's like, like they say at the University of Nebraska. N is for knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, you know, now is probably a good time to start putting out traps for citrus leaf miner because as the weather starts to warm up, they're going to start to get active. And if you put the traps out and start seeing them showing up in the traps, that's going to give you a good indication of it's time to start spraying with the uh, Captain Jacks. We're just been a sad. Right. To keep it under control. I concur. Yes. I, mid, usually mid to, to about mid-May they show up when it warms up. We'll see how it works. And I, I we have another attractant and trap for the Asian citrus psyllid in the works. Oh. Uh, we should have it next week. And then you can use that as the identifier so that you know if you need to spray. You could put out a few traps that will attract the Asian citrus psyllid so that you'll know that they're present and need to to control which brings us to you because you always suggest that using the traps to identify when you need to do the controls right it works in addition to actually catching them and stopping the you know the opportunity to have more pregnant females flying around because it traps the males it does give you an indicator that there's a population and you need to get out there and start spraying absolutely now since asian citrus psyllid is a sucking insect i would imagine that Spinosad is probably not that effective against it. I would agree with right. that, but I, yeah. I, I still go with the oil. I, it's yeah. just such a, it's great for everything, and it used to be great for everything that bothers your citrus until the leaf miner came along. And that's the only one it won't do. That it doesn't take care of. That's where Captain Jacks comes in. But it, again, it does take care of the moth if it's on the tree somewhere. It will right. reduce. If it does reduce populations, but once they're once the egg is laid in the leaf, then you're restricted. And if you want to do it organically, then you need the spinosad. Well, uh, and the horticultural oil is also organic. Right, right, but it won't. It, it, it won't. It won't penetrate. Once, leaf. once the egg is laid and, and the, and the yeah. miner hatches in the leaf, then you can't get it exactly. with the oil because you need yeah. that special property that Spinosad offers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the translaminar property. There we go. Thank I knew, you. I knew you were waiting for that. I was. <laughs> needed a segue. Stuck the landing on translaminar. Three months. He's been waiting for that. <laughs> yes, which means it penetrates the leaf. It is not systemic. It doesn't move through the tree, but it does slightly, get into the leaf and take care into the of things. Cell wall. And it does work well. 
when you actually use you, it. When you actually use it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, you can't show the plant the bottle. No. Well, you can. <laughs> you can. But it right. doesn't do anything to control the, Correct. the bugs. But, but, but it makes a, me feel good. Just a note on that. The spinosad is restricted to six times a year on citrus. So, so the best time to do it is when we start seeing the psyllid active. I just say May 15th. I've, I've taken on a whole new, more direct approach. Because somebody asked me yesterday when they should spray the oil. She goes, what, what date is the best Today. day to do that? And I said, April 27th. <laughs> and the person behind her looked at me and smiled and figured out what I was doing. Um, her trees were in full bloom, so we did yeah. not think that right now was a good time to do it. And we went through a complete discussion about it. But I just say May 15th. So May 15, June, July, August, September, October, that's six sprays. That'll get you control until mid-November, and that takes care of it. That's my theory on spinosad and citrus leaf miner, and that's... And you're sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Prove me wrong. I, Tell me why I, that I, doesn't work. I like it. I, oh. I, don't, I don't use a particular date. I just start... I just know. figure that's the way yeah. to do it because mid to late May is when they show up. You can do it six times. Mid to yep. late October is when they disappear. That covers the whole thing, unless they show up early. <laughs> or stick around right. a little late, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, as cool as it's been, the oil for. as cool as it's been, it may be, it might may be, be a little bit, little, little bit late this year. Taking care to not spray when your trees are in full bloom and taking care to not spray when bees are present because... It is moderately toxic to bees when it's wet. So make sure if you do need to treat when bees are around, you treat in the evening after the bees have gone home so it's dry before they come back the next day. And speaking of bees, if you wanna get if you wanna get bees in your yard, I was looking at the um, majestic with the majestic beauty uh, Raphaelipus oh, that we goodness. have out in the yeah. parking lot. Oh my god. They're bee magnets. I mean, the amount of bees that are on those things is incredible, and they're in they're in full blue. This is yeah. <clears throat> this is um, high season for Raphaelipus yes, or Indian is. hawthorns, and they're it is a it's a pretty spectacular plant this time of the year. Well, I have a situation. What's that? I have a yard filled with blooming fruit trees, citrus, plums. Uh, the macadamia is just about to start, and there are some bees present. Mm -hmm. But the majority of my bees are hanging out on my grevillea, scarlet sprite. And now I think I have to go in and chop out my grevillea, scarlet sprite, because I don't see enough of them on the rest of my trees. And I'm a little bitter <laughs> that they're spending all the time on this stinking grevillea when I have fruit trees that need to be that pollinated. That need to be pollinated? Yes. How do, does anybody have any suggestions on how I can better train my bees we're having a class in august in poway with someone from the senegal beekeeper society i, I need can, i'm gonna have to get a hive yeah. you know i planted the african blue basil yeah that, 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 that's a bee my, magnet that's that true that is absolutely true. pretty incredible but i don't want them on my african blue basil well, i no, want them a, on my citrus trees put them up by your citrus trees. well i had heard and i I don't know if it's true or not. I've never really looked into it that much, and I've never really gotten well, into it. Let's just throw it out there. I'm, I'm going to. I'm, and I've never. It could be lore. I've, yes. I've never. I've never really gotten in, gotten into studying bees that much. But I had heard at one time that bees of a particular hive will only go after one particular type of flower. So if they're 
I think I if, would disagree with that. They, I think they come to what's what what's has the nectar at that moment. And I think they will go to your flowers if they're actually full and ready to go. If they're so, you yeah. think I am being impatient? I think that's correct. And I that the bees will take care. Well, maybe you should have put mason bees out. Yeah. That's more work. It is. I want well, them just want, to do if want, it. If, if you just said you're going to put a hive in, that's more work than mason bees. Well, I, I don't like not seeing adequate numbers sure. of bees in in my my plums and pluots right now, and I was hoping to have a elephant heart plum for dad this year, and I don't see any fruit set. I had a lot of bloom, and. I went and opened my big mouth and told him I had the tree, and I think he was pretty excited I had the tree because he thought I was going to give it to him, but it's in the ground. I'll bring you the fruit. Um, so I'm Which now in many a, ways is a better deal, by the way. What is? I'll bring you the fruit. You don't have to maintain the tree. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I was telling him about the Bakuzba blood orange from Tunisia, and I think he was pretty excited he was going to have the tree, but I told him I'd bring him the fruit, and it meant I meant well in my mind. It all seemed to make sense, but we'll we'll see. But I'm probably not going to get fruit off of either of them because the bees are lazy and they're spending all their time on the grevillea. And you have no solutions for me other than patience. Patience and, 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 and put more. I mean, I would certainly have plants available to bring the bees into the yard, so they're always foraging in your area. So as soon they're as the there. other tree, uh, trees they're are there. ready, they're there. But. I even took a scarlet sprite branch and hung it in my peach tree, uh, you know, a month ago to trick them. They stayed with the main plant. They didn't they care about the, you. Huh? Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look it up and find out what it is. But there was an account on Instagram that I started following, and it was a woman who was a she was a she was a beekeeper, and she would go to people's houses and she would remove um, hives hives, and it, she would open up open up the wall, and there's all these honeycombs in there, and it, and she was doing and she's doing this all without a without a bee suit on which i don't understand that um but she'd take a section of honeycomb and she'd take a frame from a hive and she would set it in the frame and then use rubber bands to hold it in place and then she would put that into the put that into the hive and then she would go through and find the queen and it looked like a it looked like a a plastic hair clip and she would get the queen into this clip and then she would set she would hang the clip inside the inside the hive and the bees would just migrate to the hive it was it was Amazing. bizarre i mean the, you just see them just crawling into crawling in through the bottom of the hive it it was fascinating it maybe, was really it was really interesting maybe i need to do adult onset beekeeping <laughs> but i'm going to wear a suit yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. She, she was she was scooping the bees up in her hand just handfuls of bees. Well, when they're feral like that, they're not defending a hive, and they're not anywhere near aggressive. They, they just they're just swarming. When they have I, a hive, that's where they're. Aggressive. But that's what she was doing. Was she, she was, was putting she was, them in the hive? She was taking their hive apart. Oh, okay. So, I thought you were just talking they had like a bee swarm that hung out in the. Yard. No, no, okay. no, 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 okay. no. This was Got like it. like we, we had a bee swarm hive. that hung out in a board at the back of the nursery once, and I'm telling you, they were pretty defensive when I came to <laughs> they say hello. Were, they were. And they said they were. They were ticked off. Yes, yeah. they were, and they uh, put a couple of marks on my forehead. Well, maybe they were. They already started to establish a nest there. They were yes, going, they, yeah, I, they that's had. different. They yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, I'll I'll try to look it up and and show you because she she had some pretty she had some pretty interesting videos on her Instagram account. It was it was pretty 
pretty fascinating. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, one thing that we should probably mention is both stores right now, all of our roses are 30% off. I think we should mention that. Go ahead. And we've got a very nice selection in both stores. So if you want to save some money and pick up some roses, now is a an excellent time to do that. And you can see what they look like blooming in person rather than somebody's picture they're Yeah, yeah, because they should be in bloom. And you know what? The I bet the rose garden out at Barona is probably looking pretty, pretty good right now. I'm, I'm trying to think of when we we've gone there twice now, and I, and I think it was later in April and early May when it looked its, and it's best. Probably behind this year because it's been cold up right. there. Oh, that's true. So I will yeah. have to go on on safari and check it out. Um, George. Do you have any azalea lore for us this morning? Well, I don't know if it's lore, but there, you know, you had mentioned the George Tabor um, azalea. And I did a little research while on break there. And it looks like the current theory, the one that has the most support, is that it is a sport of a variety called Omarasaki. But there's an alternate theory that it is a sport of Formosum, That's which my, is the Phoenicia, yeah. right? That is yeah. my alternate right. theory. That's right. my lore. Right. Formosum, because I've Phoenicia, seen the, both colors yeah. on the same plants. I don't know if it's George Tabor on Phoenicia or... Uh, Phoenicia on George Tabor, but I've seen those two colors together, and I'm wondering if Omarasaki is, how did I do with that? That was a very good. Ballpark, yes. yeah. um, is a similar color to Formosa. So, Mike, well, we're using the word sport again, kind of loosely. What is that when we use the term sport? This plant is going along having a good old happy time, and it's all one color, and then all of a sudden, some branch decides it wants to go off on its own and be different. Some kind of mutation happens, yes. and you get a different flower yes. or a different piece of fruit in the or case of... Or you get of, a caracara pink navel. Exactly. Out of a Washington navel. Or the pink, the variegated pink lemonade off of a Eureka, Eureka lemon. lemon. Yes. Right. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. We're going to go up to Ramona and talk to Bob. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Fine. How are you? We're doing well. What? What's up? Well, I got a pluwa tree we planted uh, a few years back, and it's the the bark's been attacked. It looks like maybe it has like termites or some bugs in it, but it's it's really bad. It's all peeled back and got a bunch of holes in it. Are, are you familiar with that? Yes. Usually that happens when trunks get sunburnt, and it it destroys the tissue on one side of the tree and then the heartwood is, is exposed and then you get mite or termites and other Bore. bores that yeah. get get in there how, how bad what percentage of the diameter or of the circumference of the tree would you guess is destroyed 
Well, it, it's, it, it varies. I got the main trunk. It's not bad, but on the branches, some of them are really bad. And, uh, and other ones don't seem to be, have been affected. So I, I wanted to know if I can save the tree and, you know, what, what, what I can do about it. Make sure during the summer that the trees get adequate water, mulch them, and then I would cut out as much of the damage as you can and physically remove it and let the tree re-sprout below that. Okay. And yes, the tree should continue to grow. Okay, if it gets really bad, I know on these trees they have the two parts, right? They have the, the root graft part and then they have the upper part. Right. If it gets really bad, can we graft another part on the upper part? Yeah, absolutely, yes. you yes, could. Sure, yep. you can. But as long as the entire grafted portion isn't removed, it should sprout below where you cut it and give you fresh new pluot. Right. Right. Okay. Well, that's what we'll uh, we'll give it a go then. It's, yeah, it's really a bummer because. We lost our other one, uh, a really good one. It got it had the most delicious fruit, and this one, I mean, all these years we've only gotten like two flu-offs off the tree. So we're looking forward. And when it was the other one, when it would bear, we'd get like I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of them. Would be amazing sometimes. The the stress during summer it will cause the. Uh, drought stress will cause the trees to just bake on the sunny side of the branches. Um, and once that gets opened up, it allows all sorts of pests to get in there. Hmm. Well, we'll have to try to keep a better eye on it and keep it well-nourished. Then, and hopefully we can avoid this going forward. Right. I, think you, I, I, I think you will. Thank you so much for the help, boys. I love your show and appreciate all the good advice. Thank you very much, Rob. You have a great weekend. And you guys, too. Okay, take care. You know, we're getting late in the show, and nobody's asked me how my gopher hunting has been for a whole week. Two weeks, actually, you haven't asked, because we weren't here last week, were we? No, you've only gotten two. No, that was just in the last 24 to 36 oh, hours. okay. But I've gotten another half a dozen this last week. And little ones, and I got a, I got a big one yesterday. You have a large, large gopher population. Yes, I do. And that feral, cat, it, that feral cat is not doing enough. I haven't seen it in the last week or two. And I have been successful with all of my different traps in the last two weeks since we last spoke. Maccabee, Black Hole, the Gonzo box. It's a green box. Um, and my previously bad-mouthed. Gopher hawk. Gopher right? hawk. I've Which means you're two. going to start, maybe, you're not going to return it, I guess. I have changed my mind, and I have decided I'm going to go now with all of the above. And I am yes. not going to return my gopher hawks to place of purchase for a store credit. I am going to continue using them to my advantage. I, I placed two the day before we left for D.C., and I haven't looked. I didn't, we got back late last night, so... I'll have to get out there this morning and see what, what success or lack of success thereof. I had one. Are, well, if you were successful, that's going to be a lot of fun pulling those yeah, out of the ground. Yeah, I was thinking that very same thing. Yeah. The eh, compost went back into the earth. I had one that had popped, but I didn't find anything. So I don't know if I just got an arm or if he just pushed some dirt into it. I don't know. Right, right. But I am back on the gopher hawk bandwagon, but I think all of the above is the best way to go. I think you could be right. Yeah, I think 
Keep keep them guessing. That's, That's right. It. Everything's That's right. on the yeah. table. Yep. Yeah. Although you kind of have to wonder if they um, if the trap kills them, how do they communicate? Keep, how do they how do they keep well, that knowledge? Yeah, because one of them saw it and then you know went a different path and then came back and Bob was gone. It was like, oh, <laughs> and don't no, go Bob that was way. there. <laughs> Bob was there, and Bob was stuck in a trap. So he went and told the rest of the colony. So I, I have one quick thing before we, because we're oh. going to break here in a moment. Yes. Is you're a bit older now. Didn't oh. you just have a birthday I'm like a yesterday? Of, I'm a whole lot of. Bit Are you older. catching up to me? I'm getting closer. Well, happy birthday! Thank yeah. you. Thank happy you, birthday! Sir. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even completely skip my mind that it was that's, your birthday yesterday. That's all right. I try to be semi quiet. He, he about skipped it. it too. He's like, yeah. I don't want to know. He texts yeah. everybody to tell him, but. but <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just, I thought I sent it out I'm, to everybody. I'm, I'm, I posted looking, it on Facebook. I'm looking Facebook. at the text you sent me. Please say happy birthday to me on the air this morning. So, no. <laughs> uh, so you, you weren't supposed to say that part out loud, George. Okay, that's not true. I'm joking. Uh, we do have classes today. As a reminder, 9 o'clock in San Diego, it's going to be spring gardening with Constance. And at 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be botany for gardeners with Chuck McClung. Uh, both should be good classes so if you are so inclined to uh, come out on a nice spring day and get some knowledge that's a great way to do it Um, if you're going to go to san diego i advise you to get there early so that you can get a parking space and uh, get a seat yeah um the weather's nice it's going to be crazy it is going to be busy and the weather is going to be nice it's not an if that is is it's going to be a great day beautiful weekend actually tomorrow too and you know be warmer tomorrow what i noticed in poway too if you like lavender we have probably the best selection of lavenders i've ever seen i use it for my aromatherapy baths we have one we have one whole (laughs) table older we have one whole table that is just solid lavender and they are really really nice this time of the year You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We'll be back next Saturday with another hour of Garden Talk. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.